This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 154-inch. On this episode, we interview author Lily E. Hirsch about the brand new expanded paperback edition of her book, Weird Al Seriously. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Welcome, friends. Welcome, everyone, to Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Hey, Dave. Uh, do you smell that? I do not. I literally just showered, like, you know, somewhat recently. No, 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 no. It smells like... Oh. Dave, you got your first venue brochure featuring an unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity to our Weird Al show ad. Ooh, gimme, gimme, I wanna see, I wanna see. All right, all right, calm down. Yes, you're right. I did, I got myself one of those three-panel brochures that they send you through the mail, and this one is from the American Music Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, their 2022 original show and concert schedule. I was so excited because when I opened it up, up right there on August 6th and August 7th, Weird Al Yankovic with special guest Emo Phillips. Oh, that's awesome. Do they have a picture of Al or is it the, the show art or what is it? It is literally what I read you. It is Weird Al Yankovic with special guest Emo Phillips and then it has the start time and the ticket prices. That is awesome. Well, Dave, I'm super excited because we'll be going to both of those Lancaster, Pennsylvania shows. So hopefully there will be an opportunity maybe near their box office for me to pick up one of their brochures. Or you could just add yourself to their mailing list like I did. Well, I didn't think of that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's move on to what's happening in Weird Al-related news. Now, we have some really sad news to share. I'm I'm sure a lot of people know this already, but... The comedy world lost another great star yesterday with the sudden unexpected passing of Gilbert Gottfried after a long illness. Yeah, shortly after the news was announced yesterday, Weird Al tweeted, Absolutely gutted to hear about my friend Gilbert, one of the funniest guys ever. An enormous loss to the world of comedy. Much love to his friends and family. In addition to his long stand-up comedy career of over 50 years, Gilbert, of course, voiced the parrot Iago in the Disney film Aladdin. He was the inspiration behind the hilarious film The Aristocrats, and he even voiced the Affleck Duck for many years among an incredible list of credits. And long before Gilbert was the voice of the Affleck Duck, he played Al's imaginary friend Gilbert on The Weird Al Show. And as we've spoken about on the podcast before, Weird Al was a guest on Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast on two different occasions, the first time in October 2014 and recently last May of 2021. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, Gil and Chill in Peace, Gilbert. Well, in much happier news, last week, Ruben Valtiera posted a photo of Weird Al, Steve J, and John Bermuda Schwartz with the caption on his Facebook page, tour rehearsal and recording the end credits for the Al movie. Just another day, smiley face. 
So this is really exciting news because not only are they rehearsing for the upcoming unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour, but it sounds like we might be getting at least one new recording or a new song by Al and the Band for the upcoming We're the Al Yankovic Story film, which is super, super exciting. We cannot wait to see what song that is, and maybe they'll even play it on the upcoming tour. We'll have to see. Ooh, I hope so. Geeky pop punk band Nerf Herder just dropped an incredible music video for their cover of Weird Al's My Bologna last week. The music video was done by Aaron Ives and Jason Hollows and features slices of bologna with the song lyrics written in mustard. It's incredible. So in the video description, they claim that 12 packs of genuine Oscar Mayer bologna were used and about 20 slices of bologna had to be washed and reused towards the end of filming due to a, quote, bologna shortage. <laughs> <laughs> So if you have not already, be sure to check out this amazing music video and then be sure to check out our interview with Perry Grip and Steve Sherlock from the geeky pop punk band Nerf Herder that we aired back on episode 147 inch. Oh, sheesh. It sounds like we've got a message on the 347 Spatula Hotline, the official hotline of Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch Weird Al podcast. I love when we get messages on the 347 Spatula Hotline, the official hotline of David Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast. Okay, geeky pop punk intern Frank, let's take a listen to that message right now. Hi, David Ethan and intern Frank. Trevor the Librarian here. It made my heart swell with pride that you guys acknowledged National Library Workers Day, which takes place during National Library Week a glorious week-long celebration featuring groundhogs, fireworks, turkey dinners, tree decorating, shamrocks, chicks and bunnies, and candy hearts. It's a pretty stinking majestic mashup of every holiday cram is the seven wild days. It's like 27 days of parties in the space of one week. Pro tip, you should all head over to your local public library and ask where Dewey Decimal Number 27 is, and the librarian will walk you to the section of books about libraries. How cool is that? Anyway, it also gives me great joy that you guys combined the perpetual I Hate Intern Frank holiday into the pantheon of holidays celebrated on National Library Workers Day. My world feels complete. I can even buy an official podcast t-shirt to commemorate the occasion. The library world thanks you guys for this never-ending gift. See you guys at the Egg in Albany on Al Pril 27th. Think they'll let us in the theater with a bunch of burrito, burrito, burrito? One can only hope. Be well, guys. Trevor, out. Wow. Big thank you to Trevor the Librarian, a.k.a. Trevor Son, for that awesome and very informative voicemail. And thank you, Trevor the Librarian, or is that Conan the Librarian, for the tip on National Library Week. I cannot wait to celebrate with pink hearts, yellow moons, orange stars, and green clovers. They're magically delicious. And it sounds like we've got another message on the 347 Spatula Hotline. Okay, magically delicious intern Frank, cue that message up. Hey, Dave and Ethan. It's your old pal Chris, the cartoon-loving geek from Canada. Well, listen, guys, I just want to say I'm sorry for not sending you any funny cartoon pics since last Christmas. It's just I've been so busy lately with a lot of things. I mean... I've been busy preparing for Al's Vanity Tour concert when it comes to Toronto in August. I've been busy getting ready for Al's new movie when it comes to the Roku channel. 
I've been busy looking for an arcade, a family fun center, a Chuck E. Cheese, or even a Dave and Buster's that might have Al's new pinball game. And I've been busy making aluminum foil hats with matching accessories to help keep those Illuminati aliens out of my head. I mean, yeah, I know Satan eats cheese whiz, but I don't need them telling me that 27 times a day, you know what I'm saying? Well, anyways, that being said, since Easter is coming up real soon, I figured now is a good time to send you to something festively cartoony. The weird thing about these pics, though, is they were actually the Easter Bunny's idea. You see, he loved what I gave you guys for Christmas last December, and he wondered if I could do the whole thing again, but this time with an Easter theme. I was like, me do a parody of my work, which in itself is a parody of a parody? I don't know. I'm not sure I'm ready for that kind of a commitment. To which he said, I'll make you a statue of Pat Sajak made entirely out of Oreo cream fillings if you do. To which I said, make it Alex Trebek and you got a deal. So here you go, guys. Some festively funny Easter pics, courtesy of the Easter Bunny and me. And we sure hope you guys like them. And yes, EB's going to put some Oreo cream filling statues in your Easter baskets too. So until next time, have a safe, healthy, fun, and of course, happy Easter. Oh, and uh, Frank, before I forget, I got a text message from your cousin Francois. I don't know how he got my number to begin with, but he says he's in jail and he needs you to come with $2,700 to bail him out. Something about he got arrested for wrecking a spatula painted like an Easter egg at the Canadian Spatula City Superstore. I mean, I'd lend you guys a hand and all, but... Wait, what am I saying? I'd never lend Frank a hand. Frank, I'm sorry, dude, but you're on your own. I've got 2700 bucks, and I'm saving it to get a solid gold statue of Madame Judy the Psychic. So I got my own priorities, pal. Uh, okay, I guess that's it for me. Ciao, guys. Well, thank you so much, Chris, our cartoon-loving geek friend from Canada, for that amazing message and the even more amazing artwork that you sent us. Now, you mentioned how Dave and I are going to be getting Oreo cream statues in our Easter baskets, and I'm really bummed that you didn't give us a hint for who we're going to get. You know, I'm jealous that you're getting Alex Trebek, but personally, I'm hoping for one of Gary Coleman. And I have to ask, is the $2,700 that Frank needs to come up with to bail out Francois $2,700 in Canadian money? You know, because if it is, isn't that like $1.57 in real money? And if that's the case, good luck, Frank. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Chris, you also weren't sure how Francois got your number, but that's confusing to me because don't all Canadians know each other? Anyway, let's take a look at these awesome drawings that Chris sent us. All right, up first, Ethan is busting out of a Skipper Dan's giant chocolate hamster, and Ethan doesn't look very happy about it. And similarly, Dave, you are encased in a giant Easter egg being painted by a poultry party. And get this, the paint color they are using is a very festive Hawaiian tiki paint color. And of course, there's a great logo banner featuring a festive rendition of our logo with eight, count them, eight Weird Al song-themed Easter bunnies. You're going to have to see if you can name all eight, so go check out the images over in our Facebook group over at group.2000inch.com. From all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast, have a safe, healthy, fun, and of course, happy Easter this Sunday. And if you don't celebrate Easter, happy 50% off Cadbury Cream Egg Day on Monday.
This episode is brought to you in part by Vegan Burrito Restaurant, Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double-wrapped in a quesadilla, burrito burrito, and wizard burger in Albany, New York. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your burrito burrito, or hop on over to Wizard Burger for mouth-watering, loaded, dare I say beefy, vegan burgers. From Troy to Albany to Uranus, Burrito Burrito and Wizard Burger feed the hungry with out-of-this-world plant-based real food, always vegan style. Visit burritosquare.com and wizardburger.com to order ahead. Dave, I can't wait for us to eat at Wizard Burger before the Weird Al show in Albany, New York on April 27th. And that reminds me, the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour starts in less than two weeks. Both Ethan and I are very, very excited for this new tour. And we hope to see as many of you as possible out there while we are out on the road. Now, unfortunately, one of our very close personal friends had an emergency and cannot attend several shows that they had planned to go to early on in the tour. So if anyone is still looking for mostly single tickets to the sold-out shows in Poughkeepsie, Albany, New Bedford, Massachusetts, New London, Connecticut, Medford, Massachusetts, Ridgefield, Connecticut, Huntington, New York, or Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, please contact frank at 2000inch.com immediately. These tickets are all really good seats, usually in the first several rows, and our friend is just looking to recover costs, so if you're interested or know anyone who may be interested, please reach out to Frank, and he will get you connected. And if you or anyone else are unable to attend shows you have tickets for, please feel free to post about them over in our official Facebook group, group.2000inch.com. Let's help each other out and have an awesome tour. Oh, that reminds me, Dave. I actually have an extra ticket to one of the L.A. shows. Ethan, 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 did you just hear what I said? Post it in our official Facebook group, group.2000inch.com. Okay, I will, I will. Well, I cannot wait for everyone to hear this episode's interview, so let's get right to it. Dave and I are so thrilled to welcome a guest back to the podcast. She joined us all the way back on episode 43-inch. She is the author of Weird Al Seriously and the brand new Weird Al Seriously Expanded Edition. We're super thrilled to welcome Lily E. Hirsch back to the podcast. How's it going, Lily? It's going so well. How are you, Dave and Ethan? Oh, we are doing absolutely great, and we're really excited about this brand new, updated, expanded edition, paperback version of <laughs> Weird Al Seriously. I am so excited that you're excited. <laughs> yes, and so the book, it comes out on Friday, April 15th, so there's no excuse. Everyone should have either bought it by now or pre-ordered it. Um, I know some people have even received theirs after pre-ordering a little early, so... Now is your last chance if you have not pre-ordered to pre-order it right now. So let's just sit here in silence for 10 minutes and just let people do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, guys. Well, okay. Well, why don't you just pause the podcast instead of the 10 minutes of silence? So, Lily, I guess, first of all, congratulations on the new book. Dave and I have it in our hands. We love it. It, 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 you know, it's so nice. There's such a nice texture to the paperback. <laughs> What's the reason for putting out this brand new book? Well, it was a really great opportunity, actually. I've never done an expanded edition, and the publisher thought they must have known that I missed writing about Weird Al. I was actually pretty sad when I was finished with. <laughs> 
the book, the original hardback, because it was so fun to live in that world, the Weird Al world. It's just such a wonderful, warm, inviting, tolerant place. And I was I was pretty sad to be to be done with that book. So when the publisher suggested an expanded edition, which I've, I've never done one for any book, I was I was really excited. Plus, what always happens when you write something, you send it off and then immediately think of a bunch of stuff you wish you'd included. Right. It always happens. Right. So this was, yeah, it's a terrible feeling. So this was a great chance. There were so many things I can't believe I didn't include. Um, And you all ended up being an amazing help. Uh, Your podcast, you get such wonderful guests, and I'm not giving myself a compliment, although I know that it kind of sounded that way. (laughs) You You get such amazing guests, and you guys ask such good probing questions. So I really made use of that podcast, some of the... Some of the questions and answers you got, I I made use of that in expanding this edition. And, and so I really have to thank you guys for being such great interviewers. It's our pleasure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to touch a little bit on some of these uh, interviews that you well, – well, let me put it let – me, let me first say it, it is a real honor and a real – pleasure to be you know mentioned as many times as we are as many times as the podcast are in this brand new book you've done a a great job ethan and i are both very flattered and honored to be mentioned but why 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 did you have to mention our intern frank he does not deserve to be mentioned (laughs) i sensed a butt as you were saying that question i sensed the butt i was like this is starting out too good this is about to go downhill yeah yeah, the butt. That's yeah, I you know, that was my that was my bad. I have to take responsibility for that. But you know, I kind of root for underdogs in general. That's kind of my thing. So there's just something about Frank and I don't know what it is. I've never met him, but there's just something about him that I that I really like. And I don't know, I don't know why, but I just I just really felt like giving him a shout out and I'm very sorry for that. <laughs> Well, I, I want to share Dave's sentiment on being excited about having my name and the podcast name all over the book. Uh, Dave and I are both in the index, which is that's exciting. Like Dave said, there's a lot of mentions to all of these different interviews and, and quotes. And I, I wanted to find where our first mention was in the book. And it is in the I don't know how you say it. Do you say like Roman numeral 16 or I don't know how you're supposed to give that page number, the lowercase Roman numerals, but Roman numeral page 16 is, or XVI is the first mention of Dave and Ethan's 2000 inch weird out podcast in the like pre book. And then in the actual book, once we start with real numbers, I don't know, uh, page <laughs> eight, numbers. page eight is the, the, the first one there. And then so many more times throughout the book. So I just think that's so cool to, to be in the book and to be just in it throughout, like from the beginning of the book. So I guess why use our podcast? <laughs> why mention us? <laughs> what was what was compelling about um, us and Dave and I and, and the podcast and these interviews? Well, you get a lot of people on your podcast that are connected to Weird Al that have never been interviewed in that context. And then you guys get these very, you ask great questions and you get very revealing answers. So as I was trying to expand and trying to get new information, it was all there in the podcast. And I I, I felt like you guys were 
kind of like Frank. And I hope that's not an insult. You kind of, <laughs> I kind of wanted to hire you guys. And of course, and of course not, not pay you, which is, is which is what I did. Right. So right. Um, yeah, you guys did amazing work. <laughs> and so what was, what was your process? Would you be looking at a chapter and wanting to expand on it? And then just like, I'll pick a random episode and listen <laughs> For a quote, or or were you going in specifically like, oh, I definitely want to hear, you know, what, um, you know, Joel Miller has to say about this or or something like that? Yes, I was doing it based on guests. And then I was, you know, a guest, I I really wanted to hear more of what they had to say. And then uh, I would listen to the episode with my notebook. And if if there was something that caught my ear, I'd write it down. And and if it related to something I wanted to expand, I added it. But I was definitely going based on guests. And you guys just asked such revealing questions, questions that I'd never heard or read online. Because a lot of these questions, a lot of a lot of questions related to Weird Al have been asked over and over and over again. You start to see the same questions. Um, but you guys would always think of new ones. And when you were interviewing Weird Al, there were new questions that I'd never heard anyone else ask him. And I'm sure he enjoyed that. I mean, I shouldn't speak for him, but but I really enjoyed hearing those questions. You guys are great interviewers. I really, I, I and interviewing's hard. I'm, I have, I get nervous. I'm not, I don't think I'm a great interviewer. So listening to you guys, I thought, oh, these guys are pros. I'm not going to interview anyone. I'll just I'll just listen to these podcasts. Well, you're going to have to keep writing books about Weird Al if you want to keep using, you know, our interviews. Oh. Unfortunately. See, isn't that isn't that sad? I don't think you can do an expanded expanded edition. I don't think that's a thing. So I think this is I think this is probably it, which is very very sad for me. I'm I'm going to miss this Weird Al world. I'll still live there in the music. Uh and and in listening to your podcast now that I'm a lifelong fan. Um, but yeah, I guess you, I guess you guys can't help me with the next book unless <laughs> well, I think of something. <laughs> well, thank Well, thank you very much for, for all the compliments and everything. I, I think that you do have a, a chance for a future edition of this book. I mean, Weird Al's still very productive. He's got a new movie coming out sometime, hopefully later this year. He's got a brand new tour he's starting. I think there's plenty. I don't think he's anywhere near done with his career. I think you've got plenty more opportunity to write a sequel to this book. I love that. I've never really heard of a sequel to a nonfiction book, so I'm not sure if the publisher will go for that. But there is a lot more, of course, with Weird Al. I I don't know how I'll fit it in, but I'm very excited. And it's always exciting to hear mention of the movie. I just can't get enough of the images from that movie. I just love that. It looks amazing. I love Harry Potter. It looks amazing. And I love the layering of pop culture that you have a guy who played Harry Potter now playing Weird Al. Right. It's just a wonderful, it's like a parody. It's wonderful. I cannot wait to see it. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I love any kind of little information that drips out about it. I love that anywhere Daniel Radcliffe goes now, people are only wanting to talk about Weird Al with him, which is so cool. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sorry for that other movie. I don't even remember the name of the other movie. And he's actually on the, the press 
store for everyone just keeps asking about Weird Al because it's so much fun to talk about Weird Al. That's why I'm loving having this expanded edition out. I get to talk about Weird Al with you guys. This is so fun. Yeah, so there are a couple of, uh, you did mention that, you know, you did listen to our interview with Weird Al and you included some uh, notes and quotes from that interview. I just, <laughs> I just have to ask you, I mean, one of the, the things you, you got from our interview with Weird Al was talking about, you know, how he would occasionally use offensive words back when they weren't either offensive or, you know, and they've become offensive later. Um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, words like slut, Krakow, and shemale. And I was just wondering if you did that just to get those three words into the book somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do love words. I love creative wordplay. So um, I I don't think that was my intention at the time, but it it should have been. It's just the unique (laughs) word choices that you get to be a part of when you're dealing with Weird Al. It's too much fun. (laughs) Before I touch on any other uh, interviews, I would like to uh, point people to, when they do get the book, to Chapter 5, particularly page 101, where there's quite a bit of talk about myself and I love to just talk about myself a little bit. <laughs> no, I mean, I, honestly, it, it really is, it, you know, it's really nice. You know, you did, uh, you did put in there a lot, you know, the, the work that I did with uh, super fan Vicky DeVries to help get Weird Al a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's mentioned in that chapter. My website, yeah. we've got it all on UHF, weirdal.info is mentioned in that chapter, as well as, you know, Weird Al fans with tattoos. That's also very close to me. And then, of course, (laughs) you mentioned that, you know, that through Weird Al, I did meet, you know, the love of my life, my wife, Jackie. And all that's Ah, in chapter five. So if you're only going to, if anyone's listening and only wants to, you know, get a quick sneak at, quick peek at this book, you know, while they're flipping through it at the bookstore, chapter five is a great place to start. Yes, and if I ever get a chance to do an expanded, expanded edition, I could really just do a whole Dave chapter. Wouldn't that be something? Because <laughs> you, have, you have done so much in the world of Weird Al, and it's wonderful. And I love this idea. Well, I love how that all counters the idea that fans can be kind of toxic, you know, like these screaming hysterical fans, when there are fans like you that are so creative and constructive and wonderfully warm and it's it's you deserve to be featured so next time full chapter thank you i'm i'm totally on board with that so do i represent the hysterical screaming fans uh you didn't mention me i i didn't want to i didn't want to say anything specifically but you know (laughs) no it's all wonderful and i was so happy to hear too about um, your podcast more and featuring some of that in the afterward because I really found when the, the the hardback was coming out there right at the start of the pandemic that I just loved going into the Weird Al world and it meant more to me than I realized. I, I kind of needed it. So getting to hear a bit about uh, what you all do and what that's meant to other fans, uh, that fan community was it was really powerful and meaningful. So I really thank you too for helping with the afterward. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, there's plenty more to ask about us in the book, but I am curious <laughs> about uh, <laughs> some of the process with the book itself. So I, I'm trying to think of the best way to ask this, but what was the process of actually sitting down and writing the expanded edition? Is it going through 
every word in the book and deciding what you want to expand on? Or did you go in with a plan before that? I'm really curious about how you tackled that. I had never done an expanded edition, so I wasn't really sure. The publisher came to me with that and they wanted a pretty quick turnaround and I didn't know what I was doing. So I, at first I went through and I thought this was an opportunity to just correct typos. And of course there were typos and little errors and there were some weird fan, owl fans that caught some of those. So I have to give a shout out. I really, I made a joke in the book that the publisher should just send my books to weird owl fans because there's some great editors out there. <laughs> um, so I got to do that first, that was great. Uh, and then I started noticing little parts where I really wanted to expand things I can't believe I didn't get in there in the first place. And the biggest, the most obvious was getting to talk about the different people Weird Al influenced. I am, I, I talked about uh, musicians and comedians that influenced him, but I didn't talk about all the many people that he influenced. So that was a mm. great, a great right. opportunity. And I got to, you know, do my little school of Al section, I called it and, and talk about all of these uh, people that were influenced, including one magician. It's, uh, it's remarkable. So that was an obvious one. And there were other obvious ones too. Um, I hadn't talked about the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. There are some songs that I missed, <laughs> you know, cause it wasn't supposed to be exhaustive, but some of the songs that I didn't talk about in the first ed edition are so important. <laughs> and so such fan favorites, I thought, well, this is a chance to get in more uh, about that. So that was really important. And I just kept going like that, where I would start to notice, oh, I need to do this. And there were also some updates, you know, new things Weird Al had done or new changes in, in meaning around certain songs. Uh, so a lot had changed and I was really happy to get a chance to, to, mm -hmm. to, to make those changes. Uh, the publisher too, the people at Roman and Littlefield, I have found out are huge Weird Al fans. So they were really excited, <laughs> which was so much fun. So they were really excited to dive back into this. And they, this time, were very encouraging uh, of me doing kind of silly stuff, which um, is not, you know, anything I have a lot of experience with. You know, I've got this... <laughs> kind of serious background. Of course, writing about Weird Al has made me really appreciate comedy and music and comedy in general. And I've, I and it's kind of inspired me to be a little sillier, uh, which is a problem for everyone in my house because now I, I do kind of think I'm a little funny, which can really backfire. And I realize that. <laughs> so uh, I apologize. Really, I should apologize to everyone who reads this book for some really terrible jokes. And, and I shouldn't link that to Weird Al, like he inspired me to try to be funny too. Because I, I can't saddle other people with those those bad jokes. And one of them, the, the publisher said, we would really like another graphic or something, some insert, something funny. And I had this idea that I would put in a recipe, like you see these wonderful celebrity recipe books and do one of the Twinkie Wiener sandwich, only make it vegetarian since Weird Al is vegetarian <laughs> vegan. And I, I wrote up that recipe and then I somehow, for some reason thought it would be better if I added a bunch of puns, dog related puns. And after the fact, I thought, why did I do that? What was even the connection? I guess I was thinking <laughs> veggie dog. Uh, that gives me a license to just do a bunch of dog puns. But I sent it off to the publisher and they said, great, we'll put it in. And that was done. And then, you know, maybe two weeks later, I was like, that really did not make a lot of sense. 
So that's <laughs> <laughs> but it was really, really fun to do. I feel like this whole edition, I just I'm so grateful for getting to spend that time trying to be silly, even if it's just a total failure. <laughs> Well, if anyone wants to check out the recipe, it's on page 123 of the expanded edition. Uh (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just keep thinking of dog puns now too. It's, it's, it's a problem. (laughs) It's rough. It's it's really rough. Hey, oh, oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) Sheesh. (laughs) So this is just coming out in you know, April, 2022, when did you start working on the expanded edition? When was the final draft due? What, what was your sort of deadline on all of this stuff? Oh gosh, I'm trying to think it's happened very quick. I think this was all just last summer that all of this happened. It's been kind of a blur the last little while. Um, but it, it, it was a pretty quick turnaround. Um, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't able to get anything about the movie. I didn't know about the movie. That would have been fun to get in there. And this new tour, mm. which I'm so excited about. If you two happen to be in Bakersfield, you should come join me going to the show June 21st. I'm so excited. Um, but it was, I was able to get a lot of up-to-date information. It just wasn't that recent that I got in anything about the movie. Right, right. Well, we did. I mean, obviously, we we talked about the mention of Weird Al on our podcast in October, so that made it in. So, is that one of the last things that were was included? Yeah, yes, I think so. I got that in just under the wire. And Dave and I are going to Bakersfield. Are you really? No. Yes, we are definitely going. Oh, I'm so excited. That's my hometown. You guys, I'm going to have this book on sale at Downtown Cafe Smitten. It's not far from the Fox Theater in Bakersfield. From 11 to 1, write this down. Come and see me. We'll have so much fun. <laughs> we will be there. Oh, you're doing like a signing? Yes, they're going to have the we'll book definitely be sale. There. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I think my editor is going to drive up too just because he's a Weird Al fan and he's excited. So it should be a oh, lot of cool. fun. And my kids will be oh, there. Oh, it be great to meet you. Excited. This is going to be my first time bringing the kids to a Weird Al <laughs> show. They're excited. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited. That's so fun. Yes, that's great. Well, we can't wait to see you there. Yeah, see me there. And that's if you awesome. need anything, any any tour guiding, anything, let me know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's <laughs> right. some time to uh, to plan. We'll, we'll definitely let you know. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> I just ordered my Hawaiian print mask, so I'm ready for the show. Oh, very fun. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're going to be in beautiful Bakersfield. Everyone in California loves Bakersfield. Don't let anyone fool you or say otherwise. (laughs) Oh, we can't wait. We can't wait. So so I got to ask, though, at at this book signing, will there be uh, vegetarian Twinkie Wiener sandwiches available? Oh, I wish. I actually picked this cafe because I really like it. It's a really fun cafe in Bakersfield. But they do have vegan options on the menu. So I thought it was appropriate. But it's kind of a little fancier, a little nicer, not to diminish the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's not their typical fare. But there are some vegan options gotcha. for vegans. So that'll be fun. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah.
While I'm definitely I looking forward to that. I should mention too, I think it was Ethan that talked about how you kind of start to judge people based on their w attitudes towards Weird Al. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, keep, <laughs> I keep finding that. I just loved that so much because I keep finding that in my life. And I've got this wonderful principal at my kids school here in Bakersfield and he's such a Weird Al fan and it just brings me such delight every time I see this man because I know he's fabulous just based on that alone and my kids are in great hands and it's just I just can't get away from that. Yeah I mean in my experience anytime I've met someone and they see my Weird Al shirt or they you know they just I don't introduce people I don't introduce myself to people like, hi, my name is Ethan. I'm a Weird Al fan. Like, it's not like that, but <laughs> I, without uh, too much pun intended, wear that on my sleeve sometimes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it, you know, it, it naturally comes up uh, in conversation. And I have to say, it, I really do uh, like a person better <laughs> when they say they like Weird Al. Like, it's just like... Well, this person and I have at least something in common, and this person has at least half of a brain, so I can <laughs> enjoy my time with them. <laughs> I really think there's something to it. Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't been a part of the Weird Al fan community as long as you all, but in my experience so far, I haven't met anyone who's just really, really mean. It almost seems like a Weird Al fan just couldn't possibly be a really terrible person. I just, I can't even imagine it. Well, there's exceptions to the rule, but, okay. it, you know, it's very <laughs> far and few between. Yeah, yeah. Few, this... Far and few between, few and, f I don't know. There's there's not many. <laughs> few and far in between, yes. Few and far between. Yeah, it, it seems like generally, and I guess it's a problem to generalize. Uh, it's, it's just, I've just so far encountered such lovely, nice people and creative. I put into one of the Weird Al fan groups a request for some some slogans. This PR team that's involved in, in the marketing of this book this time around um, because the publisher realized I needed a little help because I'm not as social media savvy, shall we say. <laughs> and I asked for some fun slogans for some of their materials and the the fans in this group really delivered. My favorite was this, the publisher would like a surgeon sales. Get it, surgeon. <laughs> so good. I love the fans. That's funny. I love that. <laughs> that was my favorite. And your, um, your press release says, this book is an Al expense paid tour. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> of true comedic and musical genius. Oh, yes. The owl-related puns. I can't get away from them. The Lauren on the Beard Owl podcast, I feel like she's cornered the market on that. And when I start talking with her, it's like I can't stop. I can't actually speak because I'm too busy thinking of owl-related puns. <laughs> Fun with wordplay is amazing and the cleverness involved in all of that. I was vindicated. You know, people often give the eye roll to the pun. And I know, based on other published work, that puns can be a sign of intelligence because you have to hold two different meanings in your mind. And our minds, our brains want to pick just one definition. So when you can hold two different meanings in your mind at once, that's a sign of some intelligence. Um, but you still, the pun gets dismissed, gets this eye roll. I was so happy my daughter's in <laughs> gate this year and her, her teacher was doing a whole unit on puns. I wow. believe it because he Ooh. knew 
that puns are related to intelligence. So I was so excited and I saw him and I, I of course had to say, so uh, you, you're gonna be talking about Weird Al in class? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he hadn't thought of that, which was shocking. Um, so I suggested mm. I want a new duck for the kids because I knew that one of the kids in that class has a pet duck. So Oh, uh, perfect. Yes, so many good puns. <laughs> And, you know, close to home with an actual duck. And I just felt like that day, I felt like I'd really done something. I just felt wonderful that day. Like, that was a good day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now, one thing I'm really curious about is when you are, you know, writing a book and, and you're using other sources, such as our podcast, is there a fact-checking process that the publisher has to go through? Oh, that's interesting. You know, this is my first Roman and Littlefield, I normally work with academic presses, university presses, and they send everything out for peer review. So it's pretty rigorous where they really, you know, check through any any facts. Roman and Littlefield doesn't have that same process. They do have copy editors that are checking, but and I try to get the book in front of people to make sure I don't make mistakes. Um, but I'm sure some still slip through. This sounds like you guys found some. Well, be before we get to that, I just I want to oh, no. I want to mention how when we spoke to Weird Al on our podcast in October of 2021, he said that <laughs> he'll sometimes be listening to the guests on our show and be like, "That's not how it happened." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oh no, did we get something wrong? Because there were some errors. I think they turned it around so quick when I saw the proofs. For this there was some pretty bad errors that i think were corrected but honestly i have to say i am afraid to open up the the book in case there are more errors because then i'll lose my mind i'm afraid well al has yet to share his uh, list of grievances with our guests with us so we don't know <laughs> If there's any errors there, I mean, certainly sometimes we'll have a guest say something that we know is not accurate, and we usually try to address it in the interview if it's appropriate. Um, but I think most people, you know, for things like if they, you know, they say the name "eat it" as "just eat it" or something, yeah. I think our listeners can usually um, figure out what people are saying, and we don't need to correct them. I don't know. I don't know how egregious some of the, some of the things Al has in mind though are. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did send him, I sent him the proofs for this expanded edition to see if I, because I, yeah, I hate errors and I, I wanted to make sure that he wasn't cringing, you know, because of some misquoted something. Um, so he did hmm. look at it and he's always such a great editor. He could have had a whole other career uh, as an editor at a publisher, which of course would have been terrible because then we wouldn't have had this this wonderful right. career. <laughs> right. But great for me. <laughs> Did he come back with any notes or edits? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he caught some good ones and they should all be corrected. But again, I'm afraid to open the book in case they're not. <laughs> mm. But were they like grammatical <laughs> ones or was he like, I didn't do that. Or was there anything like that? There were some quotes, just some quotes that were wrong. Um, some uh, some things like that. I'm trying to think what else. I think he, he, he tried not to go after the writing itself, which I think he could have. I bet he had lots of thoughts, but he tried to just stick with... <laughs> <laughs> but he tried to just stick with facts or, or little little errors in, in the information itself. That's so cool. 
<laughs> Very cool. That's so fun. It sounds like you guys are skirting around some egregious error that you found. And I don't know if I want you to <laughs> let everyone in on it, but there's something. I can tell I'm nervous. Oh, God. Uh, there, there are a couple, uh, there are a couple things that, um, are not accurate. Uh, oh, I will no. point out, oh, um, no. we're going to stop it right there, but do not worry. We're going to pick up with the rest of the interview with Lily Hirsch on the next episode. Well, thank you so much to Lily for joining us and be sure to pick up your copy of the expanded edition of Weird Al Seriously. Make sure you pre-order it right now. Or, if you're listening to this in the future, like some sort of time traveler, just go and buy the book right now. This episode is brought to you in part by Discover Darwin, promoting tourism in Darwin, Minnesota. Not only is historic Darwin, Minnesota a beautiful, it's also full of sights. Our friend Chase at Bootleg Buttons sent us these amazingly awesome buttons with a picture of the twine ball that say... I've seen the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. They are so amazingly awesome. Chase, thank you so much for sending us these. Ethan and I have ordered lots of cool original Weird Al buttons from Chase, and we highly recommend you check him out via bootleg buttons on Instagram. Chase's buttons are always hilarious. And all right, I'm going to put my new one on right now. No, Ethan, wait. Dave, what's the matter? You cannot wear a button that says, I've seen the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Because you have not seen the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Yes, I have. What are you talking about? And Dave, you have too. No, what are you talking about? Neither of us have been to the biggest ball of twine in Darwin, Minnesota. That is a fact. Well, it may be a fact, yes. But I have seen the twine ball. You know, pictures, videos. Heck, I've even seen Weird Al perform the song live. Like, like, like a bunch of times. I don't think that's how it works, Ethan. That is not what the button means when it says seen. It means seen as in seen in person. Well, that's one interpretation, but that's not what it says. And since there's a picture of the twine ball on the buttons, technically anyone who even sees the buttons can legally wear them. I don't think so. This is a very tricky situation. If you want to put yours on, do so at your own risk. But I, for one, am not going to take that chance. I will be overnighting my button to Perennial Bank in Darwin, Minnesota for safekeeping and to prevent the urge of me wearing the button until I have, in fact, seen the twine ball with my own eyes. So visit Darwin, Minnesota on your next expedition. Discover Darwin more than just the twine ball. And after you visit Darwin, Minnesota, be sure to see discoverdarwin.biz. Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast is brought to you absolutely free thanks to our incredible sponsors, Burrito Burrito, Discover Darwin, and Jackson Scoggins. Our podcast is also supported by everyone in our Patreon family, with special thanks to our amazing close personal friend level Patreon supporters, Javier, Kenneth, Jake, Blair, Jared, Allison, Frank from the Bank, Adriana, Zeb, Scott, UH Jeff, and also thanks to Richard B. and everyone else in our pretty stinking majestic Patreon family. If you enjoy our family-friendly, wild and wacky Weird Al podcast, 
please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash 2000inch. There are awesome benefits like getting your name on the podcast and access to secret episodes. And now would be a really good time to join if you have not already, because you will be the first to hear our unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour concert review bonus episodes. And don't forget to check out our official merchandise over at shop.2000inch.com. The unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour starts in less than two weeks. So make sure you get your orders in today for your We Hate Intern Frank shirts so they arrive in time for your first show. We love hearing from our listeners and other Weird Al fans. Join our Facebook community and post about Weird Al by visiting group.2000inch.com. And we also love it when we receive voicemail via our official patent-pending 27-hour-a-day podcast hotline, 347 Spatula. You might even hear your message in a future episode. For everything about our podcast, including incredible past episodes and guests, be sure to visit weirdalpodcast.com or 2000inch.com. And while you're there, click on Black and White and Weird All Over. Bonus episodes for our special bonus episode book series, where author John Bermuda Schwartz walks us through the book page by page and picture by picture. Keep up on new episodes, podcast news, and events by following at 2000inch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thank you for subscribing and leaving reviews on your favorite podcast app. Make sure you are subscribed because not only does it help the podcast, but you can also mix it in with your coffee and spread it on your toast. Thank you once again to our guest, Lily E. Hirsch. And thanks to Annie Lee, Roman and Littlefield, Chase at Bootleg Buttons, Trevor the Librarian, Chris Sear, the cartoon-loving geek from Canada, the Easter Bunny, Boogie, and thank you to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for our incredible podcast theme song. And thank you to Weird Al Yankovic, as this podcast probably would not exist without him. And a big thanks to all of you, our listeners, subscribers, Patreon supporters and sponsors, and everyone else who makes our podcast possible. Thank you for choosing Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Be sure to tune in next episode for the exciting conclusion to our interview with Lily E. Hirsch. And until next time, remember to gill and chill. Oh, Dave, I was flipping through the TV channels the other night, and I saw a movie on the Hallmark Channel. Well, that's not surprising. There are lots of movies on the Hallmark Channel. You know, that's sort of their thing. Well, yes, but but get this. The movie was called The 27-Hour Day. So you are telling me that the Hallmark Channel has infringed on our patent-pending 27-hour-a-day that we created in an effort to extend the convenience of our 347 spatula hotline? Well, I didn't technically watch the movie or any of it or look up the plot or even put much thought into it, but, well, I have to assume, yes, this is copyright infringement of the highest order. Oh, that is horrible. I cannot believe it. What are we going to do about it, Ethan? 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 Are you there? Ethan, are you still there? Oh, oh, sorry, Dave. I got distracted. I, I was just watching American Gill and Chill on the History Channel. <laughs> That was Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 154-inch. The podcast that reports on Francois, our intern's imaginary cousin. I told you a thousand times, I'm not imaginary! I'm real! You see me? I'm real! Look, you want identification? Here, here, anything you want. You want a driver's license? You want ID? 
but. I told you a thousand times, I'm not imaginary. I'm real. You see me? I'm real. Look, you want identification? Here, here, anything you want. You want my driver's license? You want ID? You want a birth certificate? If you could only hear what he's saying to me right now, he's such a joker. Okay, that's it. I'm out of here, because you're a nutcase. But...